The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything that you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. I've been so pumped to take a couple of friends with our road bikes to some of the trails nearby, and now I can bring the entire crew, my dog, and all of our gear with that third row. Learn more about the new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're tuned in to Heat Check with Trista Crick. On this bonus episode of the Heat Check, free agency is here on Friday. So I'm here to talk about three under-the-radar moves in free agency that you need to keep your eye on. I'm joined on this episode by my co-host, Nick Ashu, as it was recorded on my betting show uh, called BetMGM Tonight. Nick, do me a favor and drop that generic-ass beat that should be Rihanna. I know something you were talking about before the show. You had three sort of lo- more low-key free agents out there. We've talked about the the bigger names, like a Fred Van Vliet maybe this offseason, or obviously on the trade market, Damian Lillard. But you said there were three guys that you saw that were going to be maybe low-key names but could make a huge difference and, and, and change sort of the dynamic and the dominoes of where this offseason can go. Yeah. Abso- so who are they? Absolutely. So tonight... We talk about the three most interesting low-key free agents in the NBA. Uh, The wind kind of got taken out of the sails a little bit in in NBA free agency because, listen, trades are now all the rage. The salary dumps are becoming something that's very standard. We get Porzingis for Marcus Smart. Uh, Today, or yesterday, excuse me, the Hawks traded John Collins to the Utah Jazz like we just talked about for like a bag of potato chips and Rudy Gay. You got it's two bags of potato chips. Two, actually. Uh, two bags. Two, yeah, they two, got two. Excuse me, two. Yeah, yeah. one you, was sour cream, so it was pretty good. You've got free agents like Kyrie, Middleton, Harden, a bunch of guys that are going to probably opt back in. So, who are these low key dominoes that I think could impact the actual NBA landscape? Number one is already the dominoes already dropped, baby. The domino has begun, and now what comes next? We had Kurt Heelan on from NBC Sports. He referenced it a little bit, and the low-key move was Nas Reed. Nas Reed went back to the Timberwolves, issue three years, $42 million. I will forgive casual fans if they don't know who Nas Reed is, but there were about 15 teams that were out there being like, yeah, you know, Nas Reed would be a really good center for us. Sacramento was thinking that. Portland was thinking that. There were a lot of teams that needed. Dallas was thinking that. Rim-protecting, needing teams. So, but they already have a couple of rim protectors, don't they, Ashu? You've got Rudy Gobert, 
Mm. And you've got Carl Anthony Towns, and now you've got Nas Reed sticking around. So, uh, why, why would, would they do that? that? That's the question. Let's do a little math school for you. <laughs> the Wolves have $91 million tied up in the center position, the same position that most teams don't even have one traditional center. The Wolves have three. So, I believe, given all of that, that means that Carl Anthony Towns is for sure getting traded. They're not trading Rudy Gobert. They've already traded a boatload of assets and young players to get him. They're not going to move off of that rock anytime soon. The Timberwolves, we know that they're not winning like in any real level with Carl Anthony Towns, Rudy Gobert, and, and Nasri. We know that. The Timberwolves have appeared in exactly three playoff series in his entire eight-year career. He has been largely neutralized in those series. I know he was pretty good in the Memphis series, but outside of that, he's largely in foul trouble, can't keep his emotions in check. And more importantly, in today's CBA and in today's NBA, his super max extension carries through with the Wolves till 2027-2028. He has two all-NBA third-team nods in eight seasons, and he's owed $256 million over the next five years. That's a whole lot. Woo, <laughs> It looks like Silver Surfer, the Herald of Galactus, and the MCU change is a-coming. And I think that ends up with Carl Anthony Towns in some place like New York or no, Golden don't State don't want or maybe Dallas. Up next, the second low-key free agent move. Dylan Brooks, baby. After being jettisoned from the Memphis Grizzlies, the Memphis Grizzlies, as we know, put out an official statement two seconds after they got eliminated that said, we are not bringing back Dylan Brooks under any circumstances. And now you've got Marcus Smart coming in to replace one part Dylan Brooks, replace one part Tyus Jones, and now we know for sure he's going on the move. John Hollinger at The Athletic said that Brooks is one of the more interesting free agents for any team with cap space and defensive issues. I don't know. A team like Houston could use him. Dallas was at one time plus 300 to sign Dylan Brooks. There are a lot of reasons to look at him because he's a second-team all-defensive player. That's just what it is. He's just really good at that. B-Ball Index has Dylan Brooks in the 94th percentile in defensive position versatility. So he can switch one through five. He's not a great shooter, but... He's a defender who you could really use. A lot of people thought he was going to get the mid-level exception at around $12 million. Now it looks like he might get $20 million. Jake Fisher, friend of show, reported that Brooks might sign a four-year $60 million deal. So what, like 15, 15, 17 million? So Brooks as a rocket, I think that would mean no way that Harden returns. I think that is great for Ime Udoka. I think that helps him. I think that helps him from a locker room perspective and from a defensive standpoint. And we know that if he can stop chucking threes and he can take better shots, he could be a very valuable piece on a team that's looking to rebuild. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. And then number three, the third most low-key free agent that nobody's quite talking about because it's will he, won't he, will he request, will he not request. Dame Lillard and Jeremy Grant are about as peas and carrots in terms of free agency as it gets. 
So Jeremy Grant all set to resign with Portland. And then the Dame drama comes in and rolls in like the Kraken. And now we don't know. Now we don't know. It has everything to do whether Grant is going to stick around on a team with Dame or maybe not. As I said, the signing is very interesting because Detroit is rumored to want him back. He has a really good relationship with GM Troy Weaver. It's a fresh new system. There's a lot more talent on this team than there was the last time he was there in Detroit. He was kind of the man there, but there was no other infrastructure around him. So he ends up trying to play with Dame. The Pacers could be another really interesting fit. They need defensive versatility as well. You pair him with Jairus Walker. You pair him with Miles Turner. And now you are cooking with gas with Tyrese Halliburton and Chucker Buddy Heald and Chris Duarte. Oh, my God. Mm. Jeremy Grant plays 3-4 until Jairus Walker is a starter. And all of a sudden, Rick Carlisle, yeah, it's his man. Rick Carlisle loved Harrison Barnes. So it's either Jeremy Grant or Harrison mm-hmm. Barnes in terms of who's going to take that spot in the lineup. The money, of course, is going to be tricky because Portland can offer him five years, $233 million. That is absurd. That's $46 million a year. No chance that's happening. He'll probably get like four years, $130, $120 million. Uh, But I think that there are a lot of teams that are going to want him. Sacramento's another one as well. That he could slot right in and take them to a whole new level. So that's the big three. Well, I guess it's like the low-key three today with free agency just a few days away. We have a lot to cover between now and then. But that is, that's going to be a very interesting thing to watch moving forward. That's all the time that we have for this bonus episode of the Heat Check. Check out the feed for past episodes and mini episodes that drop unexpectedly like rainbows from the sky. And follow the Heat Check as the offseason is heating up. Follow us on social at This Heat Check, Trista Crick on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. And do not forget to download, subscribe, and tell your friends, every single damn one of them. Thank you. Big shout out to my producer, Nick Berlansky, and all of you guys for listening. We'll see you next episode.